You're listening to Thunderdog Radio. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cosplay Again, where we talk about why conventions are anything but conventional. With your hosts, Nigel Murray and... Dana the Sloth. Wicked. What's today's episode? Today we're going to talk about some practical effects that you practical can use. Practical effects. In cosplay photography. Um, which are like our favorite. They're the things that make your photos look extra awesome. You can be super extra with them. Yeah, and some of them are really easy and cheap techniques that people just don't think to try. So maybe if you hear a couple things that you've never heard of before or you're wondering how Nigel does a couple of his really cool effects, now you can try them for yourself. Yeah, so a lot of these can actually be done in Photoshop as well, but it takes time, and if you can do it in camera, then might as well do it in camera. Yeah, yeah, and sometimes, um, yeah, it can be it can be easier, it can be faster, and it can make the shoot more fun, for sure. Yeah, so on the photo side, you can start off with, like, smoke bombs. Yeah. If you want to start off with smoke bombs. You're a seasoned vet with the smoke bombs, eh? Yeah, so they're pretty cool. Uh couple of things about them. So they usually last about 90 to 120 seconds. It's about one and a half to two minutes. So you have to be quick. You have to know like what poses you want to have. You have to already have that kind of like envision. And the color. And, and yeah. Color is really important Color too. is important. So you can get like gray, you can get uh, white, you can get red, blue, orange, green, purple, whatever you think color would work. You can even mix them if you want. Like you have two colors going at the same time. Yeah. It just adds sort of like this mystique to your photos. Where do you get them? I get them from a fireworks store. Oh, really? Are they yeah. expensive? Uh, Generally, around like $10, $15. Oh, really? Okay, or, so totally like, reasonable. Yeah, they're not like super expensive and they're pretty cool for like some effects. So be aware too about like your laws about it because... Um, it can be. Know. It could be illegal, yeah. or it could not be illegal. It can be frowned upon heavily. Yeah, um, especially don't do it around like where people are like heavily gathered because that's kind of dumb. It's rude. Yeah, it produce it produces a lot of smoke, and it smells. Weird. Yeah, it smells pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, uh, cosplayers, just beware that you will. Um, be smelling. Yeah, you're gonna smell like, like smoke. that smoke. Your costume's gonna smell. You like won't that smoke. smell like that. My Sylvanas costume still smells like smoke Smoky. grenade smoke. Yeah, smoky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so with those, also, you don't want to be, you know, taking them and throwing them into a corner when you're done with them. They are generally like really hot afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess like, that makes sense. They're super hot. They're like a firework. I mean, you can hold it in your hand for the duration of what you're doing, but like, don't just huck it around somewhere because you can just start a fire yeah um there's there was this like abandoned building called camp 30 oh really that uh a lot of fires were started there because people started just like throwing them in corners because of uh they like, thought it would go out oh yeah it's fine like oh it's done whatever it didn't no. feel hot in my hand soak it with some water the top yeah soaking in water make wait sure it's totally out 10 minutes or something just take it home with you yeah so you can just dispose of it in like a your garbage or dumpster yeah somewhere safe yeah, it just needs about, like, 10 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes to cool down. Yeah, and if you could soak it, then definitely soak it. Yeah, and also, it's just bad for the environment to just huck things into a corner Yeah, anyways. don't huck things! Stop hucking! Stop hucking! <laughs> don't do that! Don't, don't, don't huck! Gosh. <laughs> Another thing you shouldn't throw into a corner, glow sticks. Glow yeah. sticks are cool. Glow sticks are really cool. I've never used them in a shoot before. I used them once. They're pretty cool to use in shoots. Um... You need bright ones, very bright ones. 
Because uh, sometimes, like, the the cheaper dollar store glow sticks will not show up on camera. No, they're too they're, dim. Yeah, way too dim. Like, I, I think I tried 30-second exposure with them once, and it just didn't work. So I had to get something brighter. Ooh, we should look into that for a spooky Halloween thing. Yeah. No, That'd be kind of cool. Super cool to use. Like a Ghostbuster shoot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can create light trails with them. You can have them just... They did, they, like sitting there or whatever uh, another thing you can use for light trails is like flashlights yeah those are pretty awesome yeah flashlights like you can make words you can light certain areas you can do different things if you just want to like lock off on a tripod and just um uh, you know point a flashlight somewhere you well, can create you, different lighting scenarios you even made props out of flashlights before yes like you can use them in the actual shoot as like you don't have to hide them always like we've used them we use them for my billy the puppet shoot from saw yeah so that was pretty cool because i was going for like a basement type look where it's like <laughs> the light is hanging from like a, a string and it's just swinging around that was a really cool shoot yeah well, but it was, was so awesome. janky the way we did it <laughs> <laughs> so basically it was a flashlight we got out of the dog store and then a light bulb that was also from the dollar store and you just took the like element out of the bottom yeah and then taped the flashlight to with the electrical thing. tape or yeah whatever. with the electrical tape and then you just tried to right? you know, oh yeah it was on a string it was like and on then a we rope. taped it to the, the taped roof. It to the ceiling and then all you just had to do was like not have it look super like it was a, a flashlight and the it was fine Doing yeah, I something. Know. I think it's got your lunchbox. No, Athena? <laughs> what do you got? No, it's probably a box. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. This this broadcast has been interrupted by By cats. By cats. Cats. Speaking of cats, up. have you seen the trailer for cats? <laughs> oh god. It's I nightmare fuel. It's I, so bad. I heard. I heard it's so bad. The scene where they're on the bed. Okay, you. after this, we'll watch the trailer. And then anybody who's listening to this who has seen this, the scene where they're on the bed. Okay, what makes the movie so creepy is that they scaled them to be the size of actual cats. So it's like tiny humanoid cats. Hmm. It's really, really creepy. That's really weird. <laughs> anyway, sorry, what were you saying about flashlights? Flashlights, yes. Uh, um, don't have them look like flashlights. <laughs> If you're using a flashlight. Get That's creative. Yeah, create Green is create not things. a creative color. <laughs> <laughs> Green. I sh- <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? No. My I have no f- idea. Um, don't hug me, I'm scared. Oh. I should cosplay Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. <laughs> anyway. Well, anyways, yeah. Uh, removing your lens hood can create flares if you just point it into the sun. <clears throat> is it hard to get lens flares? Um, you have to be at the right angle towards the sun. Really? And you have to just not look at the sun. Just make sure you Catch don't a little, look. a glimpse of it. And just, I've done that. It sucks. It's like, okay, you shoot you towards the sun. Yeah, you get, like, you can't see for, like, a little bit and it hurts. I really like when you, when, not you necessarily, but when photographers use lens flares, I think it makes stuff look so elegant and, like, angelic and soft. Even though you, like, removed your lens hood, you probably need to remove your filter as well to change how the flare looks. Because you can have a drastic, like, change in your flare uh, if the lens hood is, or lens uh, filter is still on. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so, like, you just removing the lens hood can alter it, but also removing your filter, too, can also alter it. 
Now, now you don't have to do that if you don't want to have like dust on your actual lens or behind the lens because I know that can get really annoying to clean. Which Mandy knows I don't ever clean mine, but you don't clean your lenses. Uh, not often. Really? What is it? I uh, guess it's a big hassle. Uh, not really. No, it's super easy. It's just I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Though I'll try to remember at times. Uh, you can use like props as practical effects. Like you can throw cards at the camera. Mm. You can you can swing around like your sword, so it has like a nice motion blur. Uh, you can, like, I don't know, do other things. Yeah, flower petals, confetti, confetti, glitter even. A bunch of things you can use for practical effects. Uh, just throwing it up in the air, throwing it towards the camera, swinging it around. Yeah, it doesn't need to be perfect. A lot of, sometimes, sometimes flaws in photos make them more believable and... Yeah. They can make it, they can add a little extra aesthetic. Like, sometimes, like, if in Photoshop, it, it, it sometimes looks faked. But in in reality, like it usually looks pretty good. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's a lot harder to match. It's more natural. It's more natural. Um, what about using motion blur? Motion blur. Um, yeah, like swinging swords, whatnot. Um, you can kind of have like, you know, that JoJo effect at times. Yeah. 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 Some some of that. I also, this is a side note, I just realized your shirt has little stingrays all over it. Yep. That's a wicked cool shirt. Yep. Old Navy. That's such an awesome (laughs) shirt. Oh, oh my my god. My entire wardrobe is Old Navy now. Really? Basically. I love Old Navy. They have such good basics too. They just opened one near my house. Ooh. Like a minute away. Nice. That's gonna be bad. (laughs) (laughs) I used to get 50% off there too. Believe it or not, I used to work at The Gap. The Gap. Can you believe that? Oh my god. No, I have no no shade, no tea, no shade to Gap, but... The Gap. What the heck was that? <laughs> I I do not look was like I would work at The Gap. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> maybe we can get into a little bit of cosplay elements here. Yep. Um, so, obviously, the first practical effect for cosplay, in, in the cosplay photography side, uh, is using FX makeup. Um, a lot of... Like, Photoshop obviously helps. Like, Photoshop can be really cool to make you look exactly like characters and things like that. But yeah. nothing beats practical effects for me i'm a huge practical effects nerd i love it when they do practical effects in film and like especially costuming and things like that like when films will take the time to do the prosthetics and all that on on everybody i think it's really cool and they can look so real they can Mm. look so convincing because cgi sometimes you're like "Mm," or photoshop or whatever you're like that that doesn't look real right but makeup if someone takes a um the time and they're learning the techniques and they're you know doing a really good job it can be really effective and i think it's really cool and it also minimizes the editing for photographers too yeah. right um, maybe just smoothing down some seams and things like that but there's like a whole entire there's a, there's so many elements to fx makeup and and that kind of stuff like there's prosthetics which i'm not terribly versed in i use a lot of elf ears and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um obviously <laughs> i do a lot of elf cosplays but um there's entire face prosthetics you can get hair prosthetics all this kind of cool stuff that can make your cosplay look ten times cooler, and you know, photoshopping it in might be seem a little easier for you, but um, sometimes you have to go the extra mile. You know what I mean? Like if you wanted to cosplay Gimli, you couldn't be Gimli without the beard. You're gonna have to do that special effects makeup and put on that beard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
And another one of my favorite practical effects for cosplay is is contact lenses. Um, I used to be really afraid of using contact lenses. I used to be like, oh, they're going to damage my eyes, blah, blah, blah. But if you're being careful and you're picking lenses that are from a really reputable source and you're taking care of them and you're taking care of your eyes, like always changing your contact lens case uh, solution, always, every time, every time you stick your fingers in that case, just frequently change it all the time. And yeah. every couple of weeks I, tr I try to, but I'm not the best with it. Honestly, yeah. I can't <laughs> preach. But if I know I'm using the contacts frequently, I'm constantly changing the solution mm -hmm. just to keep them clean. Um, obviously, if you're going to use Scalera lenses, which are like those big dinner plate sized lenses, I just got a pair from my Masters of Cosplay Ooh, costume. Um, I'm not super, super, super experienced with them, but I know that you have to be more careful because they're really big, so they're harder to get in and out of your eye. Um, and making sure you're doing the proper maintenance for those. But those are a really cool effect too, like yeah. the Scalera lenses. Big. They're so awesome. And some lenses are really convincing. Like if you get some, like, I try to pick lenses that are more, my style now, I'm trying to pick contact lenses that are more natural looking, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, for the character, so that it blends more seamlessly and it looks more convincing and more realistic as opposed to the really poppy, punchy lenses which i did like for a while there like if you're doing like an anime cosplay or something for sure yeah. but i try to pick more muted more even pastel versions of the colors because okay. i'm i'm blessed with light eyes uh so contacts any contact will cover my eye color because i have these like crazy yellow green eyes that are super creepy <laughs> um yeah so that's my bit on contact lenses i guess they're really cool and uh, everyone should use them. <laughs> or if you don't feel comfortable, of course, you do not have to. You can always... Nigel just said he's he's learning... Well, not learning. He always knew how to do it. But you're starting to edit eye color now. Yeah. A lot more, which is really helpful for me. Which is... It's pretty easy to do in Photoshop. Yeah. That's but awesome. Then then again, like, a lot of practical effects, the, the point of it, it, it might take a long time to learn. Yeah. But one of the big things is that from when you get the shoot when you shoot and then go back to edit and stuff, it reduces that whole editing time. Yeah. Significantly. Yeah. And it's going to add depth as well. Like, yeah. I feel like using the practical effects and then also editing them afterwards is just going to give you the most seamless, like, most realistic Yeah, look. so you can still add to it afterwards in Photoshop and whatnot. Yeah, careful balance of both, probably. Yeah. Um, but then there's some also a couple more cosplay elements that you can use that are pretty practical. Uh, Nigel is very experienced with the cape flipping and hair flipping. Cape flipping. Again, that goes with, I guess, motion blur, right? Yeah. Um, it's just another element, but it's more to do with the costume itself. Mm-hmm. Flip those capes, man. Flip it. Flip them. Because capes have movement. When you're... Even, like, if, if you're wearing a heavy cape in person, a little bit of movement, that cape's going to move. So you want to show that off in the photos, too, yeah. right? Um, show the heaviness. Show the weight. Show the, the elements. Show the weather that, you know, that you're shooting in. You can do all sorts of things to enhance the photos and give them more life. Um, and so use your costume to definitely bring that out. Yeah. Um, LEDs in costumes too. Oh, um, yes. A lot of, I, I think no matter what, if you're shooting with LEDs, you're almost always going to have to do some kind of post uh, editing with them because they don't photograph as well, obviously, as they are in person. But they can definitely enhance, at least it gives something for the photographer to work off of. Yep. Um, and it's easier for them to edit more light onto an LED thing than to edit light onto something that didn't have light at all. I'm yeah, because you can kind of just like take a spot and just uh blend it in with the rest of it mm -hmm. so actually not that bad yeah and then i guess um 
color shift paint would kind of fall under a practical effect and that's one of my favorites yeah. you know it's something i do i use oh my god no our notebook um i use Ooh. uh color shift paint on almost like any costume I can fit color shift paint into, I'm using yeah. it. <laughs> um, like my Brightwing is a big, big color shift project, but oh, the most yeah. notable one is Ysera. Uh, I did a Nightmare Ysera, so Ysera is a dragon from World of Warcraft. Um, Ysera, Ysera, however you want to say it, I say Ysera. Um, but basically, she's this big green dragon lady, the uh, mother of dreams. She's pretty. She's a pretty cool lady. But um, her color is green, and I wanted to do the nightmare version, so her corrupt version which is red. So I was like, instead of painting this entire costume red, I want to look like she's, you know, being corrupted. Like she's like phasing and that kind of stuff. And she's still, there's still elements of her in there. So I used a uh, green to red color shift paint and it showed up so well in photographs and it looks yes. so good and it required no editing. And then I got that effect without having to ask for any edits. And so definitely worth it. It does show up in photographs, if you, mm -hmm. especially if you're shooting direct sunlight especially yep. yep so yeah like i mean as as easy as it would be to do in photoshop it just saves so much more time to just like yeah. have it done yeah yeah and the work now is is worth it because it's more impressive in person too you know for on the costume side at least the yeah. photographer side i guess it doesn't really matter for you guys it's just more stuff for you guys to haul around but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still i really like um Especially the smoke grenades. Uh, that's a really cool effect. And people mm -hmm. always ask me if you actually use them or if you put them in in Photoshop. And I'm always yeah. like, nope. No. He brought smoke grenades and we use I, them in I the hover arm. Yeah. I know where <laughs> to get them. And uh, yeah. He knows how to use them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, motion, too. Uh, going back to that, um, uh, I'm going to say, like, doing, like, a pose where it looks like it's an action like sequence yeah so much easier if you do um the end if you plan out like okay this is your end position so move yourself into that end position as as like you're taking the photo too yeah yeah and that, you're that gonna get the realistic so too yeah you'll yeah. get the movement of let's say like you have chains or something or a superhero or landing hair. yeah yeah like, you'll get all that movement that's necessary to make it look real yeah stuff that you just can't replicate in photoshop effectively yeah like in photoshop you can do it but it's gonna take so long yeah yeah to make things like move around right? yeah and i feel like a lot of people stray away from practical effects because they're timid especially if they're shooting with someone for the first time they don't yeah. want to want to be weird and and they're you know they, they're not sure how it's going to turn out they don't want to test the waters but it doesn't hurt like try out different techniques and yeah just beforehand before you do any shooting just be like hey want to try some practical effects yeah and just explain like yeah i'm going to try like smoke grenades or like, let's do some, like, things with LEDs, flashlights, glow sticks, you know? That kind of stuff. Yeah. Neon. Neon. Ooh, so cool. neon. I can't, I really want to do a neon shoot soon. Oh, hell yeah. I've done, I've done a couple, I think. They look so cool. They're, like, super awesome. I love the reflection of the neon and especially, like, glass. Like, that oh, yeah. look is so cool. The glasses, it's, like, yes. really cool. It looks so like, cool. Like, specific glasses. Yeah, like the shoe we were sh looking at of Luxlow right before yeah, this yeah. this uh, podcast. Well, we're, we're both pretty sleepy today, as you can probably tell. Yeah. <laughs> Nigel, are you still in editing hell? Uh, no. No, I don't think I am. You I finally got I, out? I think I'm pretty close to, like, 
done editing hell. Well, good, because Fan Expo's right around the corner. Oh, zoink. <laughs> zoink. Oh. <laughs> I you... knew about that because I'm, I'm, I'm press again, or media again. That so. is so cool. Maybe we should do an episode one day about that, like uh, being pressed for conventions and that kind of stuff and guesting at conventions maybe yeah. hint hint nudge nudge we might have a guest on soon to talk about being a professional cosplayer oh. and you can talk about being a um press for for conventions and oh, we can have a whole discussion maybe. about the transition yeah. from convention life to convention work convention work oh boy you know i think that'd be a really cool topic to tackle yeah when uh, i have a little more sleep <laughs> you have to like really be on point with what you're doing Yes. I did, I did it last year. It was, um, I'm going to say it's not as intimidating as it sounds. Really? Yeah. Do they give you, it really um, isn't. did they just give you like a recommended list of content, like some shots that they want, or they just Basically, take what you give them? Basically, like this is kind of like here's a recommend, this is what we kind of want, whatever. Like it's mostly, it's not like the convention that's going to tell you. No. Not some of the times. Like at Fan Expo specifically, it's like I go there and I have a list from like, uh, share my cosplay. Yeah. Like, this is, this is what I have to get. It's like, okay, cool. And it's then, like, scavenger hunt. some guests and whatnot here and there. And so, like, you get some perks by being, uh, media. Like, you're basically kind of, like, in the VIP sort of area. Yeah. But, um, you're also not at the same time. You're important, but not that important. <laughs> like, it's, you still have, like regular guest sort of things you do yeah perks but like you don't get like a lot of the vip perks like you go through the vip entrance for fan expo oh really yeah and that's like the one thing i know that's so cool (laughs) or like i can uh request you know to talk to certain guests um cosplay guests not like the big guys you know uh in some cases i think other people can Mm -hmm. but in my situation, I can't. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. It's, it's different. It's it's different in certain ways. That's interesting. Yeah. That is really interesting. Because I've never even... Like, we've never really discussed the process. I usually just run into you at conventions. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> I can explain more in that next episode. Yeah, like, let's talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like a little tidbit of, like, what you can and can't do, sort of, at this one con, because there's guesting at many... Or not guesting, but being media at different cons as well. Different things you have to follow, different rules. And I'm sure certain guests have certain restrictions and all that too, yeah, right? Like, yeah. there's certain guests Timings you probably can't whatnot, even. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Dang. Well, that's going to be a good episode in the future. That's yeah, a fun one. This one's short, but short again. But you know what? We've been we've been we've been busting our butts yeah, lately. Going. I'm drowning in work right now, preparing for Masters of Cosplay and Oof. Fan Expo. And then following that, I have EGLX, and I have a whole bunch of... Okay, I'm just going to come out and say it. I'm guesting to EGLX this year. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm not... It's probably a little too soon to, to announce that, but I don't care. I'm too excited. But um, I signed up for a lot of things this year, and I just have so much on my plate. But this podcast is still a big priority for me, and I can't wait for us to have more guests on and do more episodes. Yeah, more guests, more gear eventually. There may or may not be a live episode at EGLX coming Who up. Who knows? Sip, sips tea? Sips maybe, tea? Maybe also Fan Expo? Maybe. Who knows? Sips I mean, tea? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, Our convention episodes yeah. are my favorite episodes. Yeah, they're just so, like... Chill. What this is. Chill. Yeah. The alcohol probably helps, honestly. <laughs> Can't do that at Fan Expo. No, 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 no. Uh, Nigel's snickering to himself over there. 
I'm not going to. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, Mom. I'm not going to do it. Just the after party. Maybe. Yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, yeah, it was a bit of a shorter episode this week, but do you have anything you want to cover? Do you have anything going on? Uh, shoots. That's all I'm doing, really, right now. Like, yeah. We're heading out to shoot right after this. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. Uh, so. I have a second account, guys. Yeah. Oh, you talk about that. Right. Right. Talk right. about that. I got to talk about that because now it's no longer Nigel Murray Photography. Because I can't switch to the next account over to that name. Um, since the other one's still holding on to it. It's 14 days. Oh, really? Which is annoying. And I'm like, I don't want to wait 14 days to do that. No. But, whatever. So, it's uh, main right now for... Co- well, actually, not main, but like cosplay account is uh, Nigel Murray Cost Photo. And the second one, which is going to be Fashion Lifestyle, is... Nigel Murray photo. So I might switch it to photography once I can get that name back. Um, but yeah. Dang. That's where it's kind of gone at this point. Yeah, it's a really cool account though. I already really like your content. Yeah, I'm like switching it up a bit because uh, I don't want to be like doing the same thing forever. Yeah. Trying to mix it up. New chapter, up. buddy. New yeah, chapter. Gotta keep going. Keep on going. Always yeah. going. Keep on going. <laughs> yeah, keep on rolling. Yes. Rolling around. Rolling on a river. Uh, I was going a different place. Rolling around at the speed of sound. Got places to go. Got to follow my rainbow. Oh my god, that's your slogan. Basically, that's my like. <laughs> that's your motto life motto. Life. <laughs> that's the Nigel Murray aesthetic. <laughs> it's the beginning of Sonic. The I know Adventure you too. are Sonic I the Hedgehog. Am. You're Sonic the Hedgehog. Does oh, that make no. Mandy tails? <laughs> Or wait, what's the what's the? That's Amy. Amy, Amy, Amy. Mandy's a lot more not like Amy actually. I can be tails. Yeah. <laughs> I can be I'm shadow. Like the best friend. Oh god, the edge lord. The edge lord. That's me. Look at my hair today. Uh, I'm the edge lord. Sonic. <laughs> uh, I hate everything. That is I'm me. I'm shadow. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's how he sounds. <laughs> I like it. Your impressions are good. <laughs> God, what if Mandy's Dr. Eggman? Maybe. She's doing Dr. Eggman cosplay. Can you imagine? Oh my god, that would be We'll just sit her down. We'll make Mandy. Mandy, hear us out. (laughs) You have to be Dr. Eggman. (laughs) When you listen to this, you will hear this. (laughs) Even if it is before or after. Who knows? Who knows? Oh god. That's going to be a time. Well... I guess our, we'll have one more episode come out before Fan Expo. Will we? I think so. What's the timing like? What's the timing like? Indeed. Um, Fan Expo is the 22nd of Oh my August. god, it's so much closer than I thought. Yeah. JK, maybe not then. Oh. Wait. Yeah, no, that's that's when we're supposed to record the next episode. Oh, so our next episode is Fan Expo Canada. Yeah. Alrighty. Alrighty, Rue. Actually, literally right before Fan Expo. Oh, really? Do you want to just push it to Fan Expo? We can just push it to Fan Expo. Like, there's no point in doing yeah, an episode. Yeah, we might as we... well do it at Fan Expo. So we'll do an episode at Fan Expo. Yeah, so if you want to be in it, you know, in send it. our so Instagram it... a DM. Yeah. If you have any recommendations for guests on the pod, send that to uh, the DMs. Who do you want to see? Yes. In we the have... Toronto area. Hey, Flaunty. Flaunty Mars. Jimmy. Come on our podcast. Yeah. Again. Doesn't have to be Toronto area. It Harrison, be like Saga, or like Burlington, or yeah, anybody in Ontario, like, we'll make it work. Yeah, just not super far, like Timmins. Yeah, far. yeah, rip. <laughs> um, or like 
the other side of Algonquin or like Ottawa. It's a bit far too. Like yeah. Four hours. Yeah. But um, we're going to work on some new topics. I'd like to, I, I want to try to workshop some new structure ideas and maybe yeah. some new topics. Definitely. I like this bantery kind of, uh, the vibe we have going. Our flow is a lot better when we're off script. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly. Off um, script is so much easier. It's so much easier. When, I feel too much pressure when we're sticking to the script. And we sound a lot more, like, robotic. Well, yeah. But, you know, this was, like, bullet so yeah. bullet points is so much easier yeah well, tell us if you like the style of bullet points where instead of like you know how we have that like really structured thing we just kind of like take an idea and roll with it yes yeah. because i feel like i like that i do too i agree yeah. i agree hey we, we actually going. we stretched we it out Woo, we did it we got a full episode in yeah let us know how it's going so far we yeah. would really appreciate the feedback yeah we're just we've been so overloaded and busy right now um, but I'm really excited for now that con season's just starting to start slow down a bit, we can put more time and effort into this and you can get more shoots that are non-cosplay related and we'll yeah. have, times are a changing, you know what times I mean? Times are changing. It's good. Change is good and I'm excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So without further ado. Yeah. I guess this is about the end. Let's wrap it up. Nice short yeah. and sweet one. I hope you guys had a nice drive to work because I know a couple people who listen, Ooh, listen on their way to yeah. work. <laughs> I certainly do. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah. this has been Cosplay Again. This has been Cosplay Again. And you know where to find us. Nigel Murray Photography. No. Nigel Murray Photo. Nigel Murray you changed Photo. It. And Nigel Murray Cos Photo. Or Dana the Sloth. I have not changed mine. Yeah. I thought about it, though. <laughs> oh. But I can't. I love the sloths too much. And your cat's about to jump right on your shoulder. Hey, buddy. <laughs> and you can also find uh, this podcast over on... Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And, and Google Play. Google Play, yeah. Yep, and you can check out our mama company, Thunderdog Radio. Woof, woof. Woof, woof at Thunderdog Radio. Yep, follow on us on Instagram at Cosplay Again Podcast. Yes. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Plugged everything. There we yeah. go. Yeah, where we talk about... Why conventions are anything but conventional. Oh! Oh! <laughs> we gotta get Kata- uh, Carolina. Carolina. I was gonna say Katarina because I've been thinking about League of Legends a lot. Carolina. Carol, we have to have you back on. We need more Mickey Mouse stories. Okay, let's end this before right, I get cool. in too deep. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. This has been Thunderdog Radio.